Hey everyone, it's Adam Carolla and welcome to another episode of Going Racing, the show that highlights the fastest cars, best races, biggest celebrities in the automotive world. We have uh, updates on uh, Jay Leno, Chick-fil-A. Some of you may have heard the news. <laughs> Some may have heard the news. We had a uh, we had a pretty wonderful, other than the Chick-fil-A incident, we had a wonderful night with uh, Jay and his uh, people. Jay's uh, very, very complimentary toward the uh, documentary. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Shelby American. He's uh, He's a sweet guy. And uh, I've also been around him when he's not liked something. Yeah. And it's not. You, in, can, you he, can tell how he, he sort of does, I don't know, not like a backhanded compliment, but kind of a criticism, like compliment sandwich. He does not <laughs> have, he doesn't have a good poker face. Yeah. And he has a little sort of mouth of babes. Like he kind of <laughs> speaks his mind. Yeah. And, uh, he, uh, I was with him on the Tonight Show. God, Max Paddock can look this up. I'm going to guess 2000 and, uh, 2007 or something, and maybe six. Um, Tim Allen made a movie where he like wrote, directed, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and cobbled. You know, got a whole bunch of people to be in it. Like somebody I saw it, not good. Somebody said, <laughs> "Hey Tim, you know, instead of getting paid to be in all these Pixar movies and Disney movies and stuff like that, why don't you do your own movie, <clears throat> like raise the money and whatever?" And it's called Crazy on the Outside, I think. And it's a star-studded affair mm -hmm. starring Tim Allen. I want to say, is Sigourney Weaver in it? Yeah, yeah. Sigourney Weaver, yeah. Ray Liotta. Ray yeah. Liotta. And I think he wrote it and directed it himself. He didn't write it, but he directed it. He directed, he directed it himself it. and produced it or whatever and starred in it. And it came out, must have been 06, 07 or somewhere in there. And I was, and and I don't know, Max Pat, what it is on Rotten Tomatoes. It's It's in the 30s, maybe the 20s. Like, it didn't turn out. As funny as, as Tim probably wanted it to turn out. It's at 8%. Oh, eight? Eight. Eight. Maybe, maybe it hasn't really just taken off yet. Where are the, where are the people with 20, it? 28. Okay, so these are not good signs in the, in the comedy department. <laughs> it just hasn't found its niche yet. <laughs> so. <laughs> Give it a few more years. The critics have it at 8, and the people have it at 20-something, so th yeah. this is not good. <laughs> and I was, like, standing there, and I was doing The Tonight Show, when Tim was there to plug that movie, mm -hmm. and uh, I was standing in like Tim's dressing room, like talking cars, when Jay walked in, <laughs> and, and like Tim's like, "Hey, did you see the movie?" And Jay's like, "Man, well, I did see the movie. I, I might have. Uh, I started with the joke, and he sort of got into it. Like, I, I wouldn't have started with that this joke. Like, it was like he started. I was yeah. like, I want to." I want to like crawl through the heating duct and out the, <laughs> like, into the so hall and right leave. Now. But it was that would have been funnier if Tim just go, "Hey, buddy, all I'd ask is if you saw the movie or not." <laughs> it was, it, you know, Jay threw in a <laughs> Jay threw in a couple like, oh, "Yeah, good stuff, good stuff." But it was pretty clear to me that he wasn't a fan, and I think. The internet is now spoken via Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> so I do know what it's like when Jay 
isn't a fan. Yeah. And um, he loved Shelby American, and he was really complimentary, and he was explaining, he's like, yeah, you're a really good filmmaker now. You're a good yeah. filmmaker, which I thought yeah. was so, such a nice compliment. It, it, it was nice, and then also he... He's pretty up to speed on the Shelby story, and he said that he he liked watching it and learning things he didn't know yet. Yeah, you know it's it's there's always something special in it, you know. So something new. Of course, yeah. everything was great except for no Chick Fil A for Jay or any of his crew because we just screwed the pooch, and uh, he did not. Listen, was, man, I gave him my nuggets. Yeah, you gave him your nuggets. <laughs> Thank God, Max Pata in the 11th hour said throw in the 30 piece nugget yeah which uh seemed to take the edge off at jay but uh no burgers from him or his crew there was an email didn't get forwarded to cabe never did have the conversation there's many <clears throat> there's many ways to sort of uh parse out the the blame <laughs> but i would say in general in general sort of uh circling back to Gabe when he put the key fob on the tire and I ran it over and crushed it. Mm. A simple communication, a simple, hey, here's where or what. A simple, see, here's the problem. It's sort of like, <clears throat> I remember one time, I remember the, the only time, <clears throat> the only time I've really, really, been angry at Mike August. Like the only time I was really, really pissed. Like I've been frustrated by Mike August a few times. I've been perturbed, baffled, mostly baffled. <laughs> but the only time I was just shit, I was so, I was so pissed at him. Yeah. At the Heathrow airport that later on when he had announced that he lost his expensive jacket or left it on the plane or it fell off his luggage, I said, good. That's how angry I am at you. <laughs> the only time I wanted to really choke him is when we landed at the Heathrow airport. Now, what, what happened was is you can't get through customs with like, where, where's your itinerary? I had no idea. And Mike, unbeknownst to me, had collected my itinerary and put it in his backpack and had it. And he just took it like and and so the the customs agency was the agent was saying, where is your itinerary? Where's your paperwork? Where's where? And I was turning my backpack inside right, out. Because you're like, in line to customs. Uh, yeah. He's in like a separate line or he's right. through already. Like, or I don't something. I don't know where it is. And I'm picking like maybe I left it on the plane. Maybe I left it. You know, it's a 12 hour flight. You have a few drinks. You fall asleep. Maybe I put it in the maybe it's in the seat in front of me in the back where the guide goes or whatever. And. As like the line was building up and, and the guy's like, I'm not letting you come through, you know, and I was there for like a half hour in a big line. And at a certain point, I like waved Mike over and I was like, I lost my itinerary. I can't get through security. I can't get, well, I have to do a show that night, mm -hmm. by the way, like that day. It's like 530 in the afternoon. I'm like, I can't get through. I lost my itinerary. I like, guess I left it on the plane. And Mike goes, oh, I have it. <laughs> and I said, "Where? Why do you have it?" And he's like, "You fell asleep, and I I put it in my backpack." And I was like, "Why didn't you give it to me?" And he goes, "Why didn't you ask for it or say something?" Anything. And he goes, "I go, I didn't know you had it." And he goes, "I didn't know you didn't know I had it." And I go, "Well, how would I know you had it? I don't know. How would you know?" Still and baffling. I, I go, <laughs> so, I always baffling. Mike, why didn't you? 
You took it like you took it and put it in your backpack. Fine. This is what happened with your sunglasses with Nate. He took them from where you left <laughs> yeah, yeah. them. He took it and put it on a upper black shelf in the back of his office where no one, you'd be sure not to find it. And it's like, I was keeping it for you. You were? Because yeah. I, I, I've never seen tell? it. You searched the fucking warehouse three times. Yeah. So Mike I asked kept, everybody about Nate because Nate wasn't in the office. Mike, Nate was like out of town. Mike kept saying to me, I kept saying, why didn't you give me my itinerary? He kept saying, why didn't you ask for it? And I kept screaming, I didn't know you had it. That's why I didn't ask you. And he's like, how do I know what you know? (laughs) (laughs) I love that one. (laughs) Fucking idiot. So (laughs) I didn't know the key fob was on the tire because Lynette said it was in the cup holder. And I didn't know we'd ordered nothing for Jay Leno or his group. But I'll tell you who did know we ordered nothing for Jay Leno and his group, <laughs> Gabe. Gabe. So Gabe could have said, I don't know if you're planning on bringing nothing, but I do know there's we have nothing on this order for Jay, Jay Leno or, yeah. and or his possible crew. Now, people kept saying to me, why didn't you bring it up or why didn't you give the list or why didn't you? Because I, in my world, whether it's Gabe or Mike August, you would immediately say something to me if we're just leaving to Jay Leno's shop and we have nothing for Jay Leno. Right. And if you, in fact, had my travel itinerary that I needed to get through security, you would surely bring it up to me when we we're walking off the plane, not ask me, how do I know what you know? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or even a confirmation heading out the door. Here's the Chick-fil-A. Here's the address. I ordered three sandwiches and two things of nuggets. We would have went, hmm, doesn't sound like enough. (laughs) So anyway, (laughs) that was the uh, controversy. But the moral of the story is, is I guess don't fall asleep on a transcontinental flight with your itinerary (laughs) out. (laughs) Yeah. And if you're going to Jay Leno's, get a list, check it twice, check that box and Go ahead and idiot-proof everything, because ultimately you shall be the one who's either standing in customs or standing at Jay Leno's kitchen going, Jay going, there's no more sandwiches. There's no sandwiches here. Meanwhile, you and Mike August were already two bites into the only two sandwiches in there going, well, I don't know what to do now. I'm already into this sandwich. I'm like, well, here's some grilled nuggets, and then here's the 30-piece. And and for some reason, the bag was full of fries. I don't know how we got like six orders of fries and no sandwiches, because the bag was big. It was huge. It was heavy. It felt like it had nine sandwiches in it. Everybody got a lot of fries. A lot yeah. of fries. There was fries left over. I just think, nobody I, really I, wanted them. I think there was sort of a throw in some extra fries. You didn't order fries. I didn't order fries. I just said I wanted plain grilled nuggets. But because you saw the bag when I got in the car, the bag was overflowing out of the top. And I and I asked them because you guys said I don't go to Chick Fil A. And you guys were like, you got to ask for the sauces. So I was like, give me the sauces. The guy said, what kind? I said, give me everything. Yes. <clears throat> I don't know. We got to look at the picture of the receipt now, Max. Bad. I'm trying to figure out how many fries we ordered. Yeah. Now it's a little it confusing. It felt like it was, it was a big bag of stuff, right? Because you couldn't, you could barely hold the handles at the top. And uh, <laughs> needless to say, throughout the night, Jay brought it up. Three times throughout the night. Beginning, uh, middle, and end. Yeah. And his guy was just like, it's okay. It's okay. I, I'm going to go home and eat dinner with my wife anyway. We're like, well, the 
the movie's two hours long. And he's like, oh, well, she, she, might, she might be up. She might be waiting. <laughs> so I'm seeing uh, you guys got two spicy sandwiches. Uh, no, three spicy chicken sandwiches for uh, Adam, August, and Nate. One grilled nugget for Matt. One nugget, one thirty-piece nugget, and four four large fries. Four large, and I guess the four large was that's an extra because I he didn't order fries, right? And I matter of fact, I even said I want plain grilled right, right. nuggets, you're nothing the, else. You're on the carb diet, yeah. That's kind of so interesting there's extra that fries. there's an extra bag of fries on there. Hmm. Maybe the fries came with a thirty-piece nugget. That was the extra. Seems weird. I feel like the thirty, the bucket of thirty nuggets is a la carte. That feels a la carte to me. But who knows? Yeah. All right. Anyway. Well, uh, so Adam, you called me that night saying, "Very rarely are you utterly humiliated." This is one. This was embarrassing. Rare case. That was embarrassed. and Matt, I'm sure you were embarrassed, Nate, too. But Mike August, you've, you've mentioned he has zero nerve endings. What, no, he was fine. Was he never he? brought it up again. <laughs> <laughs> Even in the car, it was a non-issue. He was fine. He was full, too. That was nice. <laughs> he enjoyed his sandwich. <laughs> so the, uh, <laughs> the Jay loved the movie. He ate enough fries and nuggets. Thank God Max Pata t- topped off the 30 bucket yeah. of nuggets and that's what jay ate oh by the way for the future jay's sandwich is the plain not the spicy okay yeah noted yeah, <laughs> yeah and, we uh, sent, sent him over a gift certificate exactly. <laughs> you sent him a gift card you sent him a chick-fil-a gift card yeah 100 bucks I, I guarantee he will use every cent of that card yeah well, certainly him and his crew uh gordon murray's got the t50 hypercar and that's the one i see on bruce kenapa's uh list Oh, yeah. uh, a website. You, I don't know if so you this put is, those two together. Yeah. So I talked to Bruce about multiple cars. There's been an image released of the T50. Oh, there is. Yeah. And it's just this kind of rear shot. And the reason why is he said a couple of things about this car. Tell One, us who Gordon Murray is. So Gordon Murray is the, the guy from McLaren that did the, the McLaren F1 mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and, and racing cars. and, and yeah. Um. And uh, oh, Leno's- I gotta send a fucking gift certificate to Leno. <laughs> Leno bought his McLaren F1. They paid like uh, I don't know six fifty, seven twenty five. Yeah, maybe they gave it to me. That car's thirteen million dollars. <laughs> yeah, right. Or thirteen to seventeen. Like it depends on what trim you got. But I mean, that car from the mid nineties that Jay paid under a million for is sixteen million dollars yeah and, and that's without a hundred dollars worth of chick-fil-a somebody go to the mailbox in front of jay's place and, right. and wait for the mail guy so it's so what's interesting about this car is one going to be very very lightweight i think it's like three thousand pounds or less uh the second thing is it's a three-seater you'll sit in the middle uh, again light. it's got the two seats backwards a little bit and then, back, oh, back, yeah, kind Not of backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back. I'm sorry, back. back. Yeah. Just kind of, mm-hmm. you know. I guess right. you know, Staggered. so you don't you don't hit your elbows against yeah, those yeah. guys. Yeah. And I think it was F1 that tested. I don't know if it was Gordon Murray's design, but uh, and I believe it was. Was he wanted to use a fan to create downforce? There were side skirts on the race cars. That would uh, almost like a hovercraft, and would use fans, and uh, it never uh, got approved for racing because they said, "Well, what if the fan fails or the side skirt breaks off? 
then the drivers would lose downforce and become immediately dangerous. But in the yeah. streetcar world, they raced them. Yeah, I, a it wasn't. Bit. A, it was probably tested. I know it wasn't approved. Um, you are talking about a kind of Can Am car. That's uh, God. The guy's out of Texas. God, Shadow, not Shadow. Fuck. Who made those '60s uh, fan cars with the big wing on the back? And they they raced them in a couple of. It wasn't McLaren and it wasn't Shadow. And it Chaparral? was Chaparral. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Chaparral. So your brain works, Shadow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Chaparral. And they made a few of those fan cars and they were in a few races. Yeah. Then okay. they probably outlawed I, it. I don't know if it was Gordon Murray's design, but his. So what he's doing on his street car, he, he's saying there's a fan we're going to use, there's a fan in the back. There's vents through the car, as you would imagine. And then it's. The, when the fan works, it sucks air from underneath the car. And, you say and vents through, through the car, through the bottom of yeah, the Yeah, through the bottom of the car, through the sides of the car. But the fan here, we're looking at a graphic of, of the arrow. When the fan is on, it can create downforce by pumping all that air out the back of the car. The fan can also be used for cooling benefits. And what we've seen conventionally is we use wings to create mm-hmm. downforce, but mm-hmm. wings cause drag. Right. So he's saying, I can create downforce and eliminate drag. So I can go for a high top speed and create downforce when needed. And the car with computers and stuff and all the technology we have now can determine when you need it and what you need. Very right? so, interesting. So it's it's kind of cool. I think the car is going to be like 2.6 million bucks. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's 20 of them or 50 of them. 100 road cars. Is it? Is that, oh wait, hundred road cars, twenty-five track, twenty-five okay. track cars, and uh, so it's an interesting design. And so he only sort of released the um, this one photo. What I also found was interesting was the engine. I believe is a four-liter. Chris could verify. I want to say four-liter V12 from Cosworth. That's going to spin at least ten thousand RPM. Maybe it's. 12? Uh, let's, Cosworth, let's, so it's going to be a four cam, four liter, small pistons, you know, small displacement on a, for a 12 cylinder. Mm-hmm. Um, Ferrari, you know, famously had a lot of small displacement V12s. Um, Probably in the 650 horsepower range. <clears throat> You think it's a flat 12 or you think it's a V12? Oh, that I don't know. I think maybe yeah. just for size. So Cosworth 3.9 liter V12 producing 650 horsepower and revving to over 12,000 RPM. Wow, that thing's going to sound it's great. It's going to sound crazy. And so, you know, Mercedes AMG has their Project One or whatever they're calling it. And the engine in that is about 100 RPM less, but it's derived, basically pulled right from their F1 uh, mm. engineering team. They're putting it into a new AMG supercar. Mm. So both of these cars are going to sound like crazy F1 cars. There's nothing high, better, high revving. Nothing better than naturally aspirated with lots of. I mean, I mean, you know, obviously, car that redlines at eight grand is high. Twelve, whatever. Oh is yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah. imagine. Putting a six motorcycles in line. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> and, and hearing I, those things wind out. I was talking to Bernard about his side hat. Yeah, uh, he has a 
God, there's a Kawasaki or a Yamaha engine in there that does 14. Yeah. I think. But that's one liter. You know, that's one liter, four cylinders. So this is obviously, if it was 12, it'd be three liters. This is 3.9. So it's yeah, bigger. A little bit bigger. Tune in next week for another episode of Going Racing. New episodes available on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts.